This is StoryQuest. Brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. King Frank and the Knights of the Eco Quest. King Frank and the Knights of the Eco Quest. King Frank and the Knights of the Eco Quest. Episode 1 The State of Frank. Hmm. In ancient times, a poet didn't know it all. He or she would make an invocation, like a call, to one of several goddesses known as a muse who would come up with a story the poet might use. So, as goddess Calliope, I'll fire the arrow of inspiration plus character information, and the poet's pen will this epic poem begin of three knights, two heroes and a heroine. Our title? King Frank and the Knights of the EcoQuest. Haroldia the Herald will tell you the rest. Thank you. It's Haroldia here, the King's Herald and roving reporter, the Kingdom of Franks, news exporter. I'm speaking to you from the far end of Earth, close to the lost lands of Slank, and a bit further on, past the shops and bank, from the main road through the Kingdom of Frank. I've been asking some of the Kingdom's yokels about how they feel about the Kingdom. Here comes a few locals. Excuse me, could you spare a minute thanks what's your opinion on the kingdom of frank frankdom's land's gone to pot how to clean up has long been forgot bottles bags trays dumped day after day it's polluted no one cares a jot the rest of the earth chuck away stuff into our kingdom most days our kids scavenge old phones if they've got ringtones but the reception's too weak they say Well, these locals believe the kingdom has gone to pot, even the royal's majestic spot. With their imposing castle, Camelcot, some said it was the original site of Camelot, where King Arthur and his knights sat around the round table night after night. Others said it was named after Princess Katiana of Alcott. But whether that legend is true or not, the family who live at Camelcot is... King Frank, King of all Frankdom. And Eileen, his queen, with their daughter, Princess Aquiline. Now, Aquiline, at the age of 18, said goodbye to the king and queen. Father, mother, you know what I've longed for most of all has been to travel beyond these castle walls. Today I leave our royal abode. And out of the castle gate she rode. Bon voyage, Aquiline. I'll miss you so. And keep us informed of wherever you go. Six months later, a litter arrived. Excuse me. Me again. I've got a question. A litter? What's that? A litter like rubbish? Or a litter of cats? It's a horse-drawn seat. Seat in the middle, a horse at the front and a horse at the back. Surely you've seen one? Not me, alack. So the litter, also known as a horse-drawn seat, arrived. The castle drawbridge opened wide. As the royal court watched with watery eyes, the king's physician ushered the princess inside. From her travels in the kingdom's furthest parts, our princess returns with a weak heart. Princess Aquiline, your precious daughter, was poisoned by dirty drinking water. I've used every medicine I have here for her high temperature and (coughs) diarrhoea. 
For several feverish nights and days, she tossed and turned, then silent laid. Is she dead or still alive? Pray, let her beat the sickness and survive. The king and queen called the doctor to their court to hear her latest medical report. As your humble royal physician, I have an update on her condition. Her stomach cramps are more severe. Her gut infected. Is her end near? Oh, too soon to tell. Her fever's high. Please, don't let my daughter die. How could a few sips of that water take the life of our precious daughter? All we can do is wait and pray. I fear the worst. Be on your way. Outside the castle walls each day, the kingdom's subjects knelt and prayed. Until one Monday in the morning, the king's messenger arrived without warning. Good people of Frankdom, hear this. Your prayers have not gone amiss. Your king and queen no more will weep. Princess Aquiline no longer sleeps. The outcome, I am sure you'll guess, she'll once again be your princess. The crowd gave cheers to king and queen and called for Princess Aquiline, who, indisposed, was still in bed with a cold compress on her head. Good daughter, it relieves us so to now see that your strength will grow. Your face again will show your beauty. You'll soon be back to royal duties. But the first words from the mouth of Aquiline were a surprise to king and queen. I had a dream. <laughs> That's nothing new. When we sleep, we are dreaming. I had a dream of special meaning. I dreamt we were drowning. We couldn't survive. We were caught in a deluge and feared for our lives. Waves and waves of bottles and trays tumbled and crashed and fell in our way. We couldn't escape the overflowing bins. Bags and wrapping entangled our limbs. Water was poison, unfit to drink. Dirty and foul with a stench and a stink. This dream was vivid, as clear as can be. Please heed my dream. Please listen to me. Forget it, my daughter. It was a nightmare brought on by that poisonous water. No, wait, my king. You cannot dismiss everything. Consider this, husband. Her dream is so true. One dream interpretation I have for you is that the situation is getting drastic. Even parts of our castle are covered in plastic. Homes in the kingdom are full of it too. So much junk. What shall we do? We can't sit around or hesitate. We must act now before it's too late. Father, my king, heed those words, I pray. To save the kingdom, we must change our ways. Bad times are upon us. The matter is dire. Mountains of trash getting higher and higher. There's not a single empty bin. Can't you see the terrible mess we're in? And like the illness I had, it's plain to see your kingdom could become as sick as me. The king paced about like kings often do. Very soon he felt low with the royal blues. What I daily now hear from my dear daughter is that we are living without safe, clean water. I see you are right. What can we do? My kingdom will turn into trash and poo. Here's a proposal I'd like to submit, and I don't care if your advisers think it unfit. But we require a night or two or three to venture forth in bravery, to find whatever eco-treasure will give us all immeasurable pleasure. Imagine our kingdom totally spring-cleaned. Imagine improvements in health and hygiene. Imagine an eco-revolution that becomes our kingdom's green solution. 
poppycock and balderdash. Forget this talk of revolution. I'm off to perform my ablutions. My daily wash is well overdue. I've no time to listen to proposals from you. Hire three knights. <laughs> we have no mighty warriors. Our round table of knights are all mighty warriors. And where is this eco-treasure located? The princess disliked being berated. She stamped her foot twice and her temper inflated. But the king marched off to his royal ensuite for a bath and a poo and a beard-combing treat. Whilst he lay there alone in his bath, the plumbing shook and the water splished, splashed. The plug flew across the length of the room and waters erupted with an almighty boom. The kingdom's dirty water came up through the pipes. In minutes, the king wasn't smelling so nice. He was deluged and gasped as he slid down the tub. He choked and he coughed, he cried and he blubbed. As he tried to get up, he fell instead and hit the bath with the front of his head. Oh, help! My queen! Aqualine! But not one person arrived on the scene. The king's eyes fell shut and his forehead bled. Could it be that King Frank was dead? Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode. <laughs>